Welcome to the third chapter of Chapter Chats with D&D. I'm David. Ha ha! I'm Denise. Today's episode is brought to you by the Garage Arcade. This uh, week we will be doing Every Heart a Doorway by Sean. Sean McGuire. Um, so getting into our more in-depth uh, synopsis. Um, Nancy is from, we're never quite told what world she's from, but it's the Lord of Death. It's the Halls of the Dead. Halls of the Dead. Yeah. But the Lord of the Dead and the Queen of Shadows are the people uh, that she really interacted with. And he had her leave because he said, um, you can't come back until you're sure. Mm-hmm. So he sent her back to the real world and she wants to go back and her parents think she like ran away or something. <laughs> and so they're like, you know, you're so different now. And it's like, she was never quite as normal as her parents wanted her to be. And she is asexual as well. So she also didn't fit in. And the one thing that I really liked about the books book was it, it made like you were sent to a world that it's like you didn't quite fit into this world and so you kind of went to a world that you fit in better it was like the things that make you you that's what calls to that world and makes a door appear mm-hmm. and so you get to be in a place that fits you it feels like home and so hers and like she doesn't move around a lot and she doesn't really like like i mean asexual like she thinks people are pretty and she's okay with hand holding but she doesn't want to do more than that and so that world fit her and so she goes to the school and meets her roommate who's from not Candyland. it's basically Candyland. yes she doesn't call it Candyland, but yes and um she meets other people a jack and a jill except jacqueline and jacqueline and jillian yes they're twins but they look completely opposite um and cade who I guess the closest description would be kind of transgender. Yeah. Because he was a girl, and then he was in the world, but then one of the kings... I don't think he was a girl. I maybe missed that part. I, I listened to the audiobook, and it I was a girl. this character in the audiobook. It's horrible. But <laughs> he... Um, the one king saw him for who he really was, which was that guy, and so they kicked him out <laughs> because they were like, we got rules and only we only like little girls, which sounds really crazy, but it's not because the Fae, I mean, they're, that's their whole thing is cute little girls who they can steal the innocence of. Anyway, um, so he got kicked out, but he doesn't want to go back, but he doesn't want to forget because there's two schools. Mm-hmm. Um, one is where you go to forget because you don't want to remember that world like you can't and this is the school for people who want to go back but like trying to help it them so they can manage mm-hmm. and yeah i i guess the best analogy would be like alcoholics anonymous except for people who have fallen out or been kicked out of their little world because they have group therapy sessions where they all talk about their worlds which are, it's kind of interesting to watch all the all the worlds because like Jack and Jill went to a nonsense world with vampires and magic. You should explain the 
four main types of worlds. Ah, yes. So there's four main types of, <laughs> of worlds. That's where, a good quote. Uh, <laughs> and they're t on two axes. And so you've got oh, um, logic and <laughs> rude. <laughs> we come back to that. <laughs> well, so, so you have uh, logic and nonsense, which are completely Opposites, opposite ends obviously. of the spectrum. And then virtue and wicked. And then there's some other branches that wander off and intersect. Think of it as like places. a campus rose. That's the best explanation yeah. they had. And so you have the little points, and so they they make more as you go. Like they're like, oh, so rhyme is a thing, worlds with rhyme and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so they usually just dissect the worlds into either high logic, high nonsense, high, and the wicked of virtue. Mm -hmm. um, the nonsense and logic uh, logic are like the main points because it's like mm -hmm. yeah. if if it's nonsense, it's like Candyland or. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, stuff like that, where it's just silly. But high logic is where, like, I think where she came from, the death. Yeah. It's like. Well, it's where there's rules that you have to follow or you'll be punished. Because nonsense, there's just no rules. It's whatever happens, yeah. happens. And you may or may not break whatever rule is there today. Um, but yeah, and so I don't think there's a lot of examples of high logic worlds. Maybe if you went to the Star Wars, Star Wars world, there's a lot of yeah. rules there, except you don't get kicked out. I mean, anyway, um, so, um, so there's that. And then um, they have group therapy, like you were saying. And I did really like the different worlds. I suppose we should go into, like, we did Cades. He's a main character. And he's the great, great, great grandchild. No, no, he's the, he's the great, oh. great nephew. Yes. Of Eleanor West, the headmistress. Yes. And, and uh, let's see, Jack and Jill's world. The Moor. The the Moors. Um, was like a vaguely medieval setting because there's a castle and a Field, village, yeah. and. Uh, the Lord of the Castle is a vampire. And there's magic and science. Yeah, science. It's like Frankenstein could Frankenstein's monster could exist in that world because you can reanimate things. Yeah, science was magic. based not on what you could do, but on what you should do. And to quote the book, you could do anything you want. Yeah. So everything was fair game. And, uh... And, uh, Jack, uh, was more of the science because they were twins their parent like they didn't quite fit in with what their parents who were perfectionists wanted and so Jacqueline they decided Jack was the feminine one or more girly the one, one yeah the prettier one and then Jill was the tomboy the smart one, one. smart tomboy smart one and so they filled those roles be I mean because like if they like they said they if they bought sneakers or Legos, uh, Jill would get like the um, dinosaurs you know, the, or the, the when the parents would buy them things. Yes. What's so the the, the parents were shoving them into their their respective roles. Their conceived roles. Yeah. Based on, uh, I think they said Jack's hair was easier to brush when she was a child. <laughs> yeah. So therefore, she was the pretty 
girly one. And so whenever they went to this world, their roles got flipped. And uh, Jack was the science um, and learned everything she wanted, basically. And Jill went to the Lord and she dressed in pale colors. And I mean, he was a vampire. So yeah. there's them. And then there's Christopher, who I liked a lot, actually. And we don't know a whole lot about him, but yeah, he was he in a skeletal to... world. Uh, some world where everyone was skeletons and he's promised to the skeleton princess princess, yes. princess uh, to marry her someday whenever he gets back and so he has this bone flute that doesn't play sounds really that we can hear but it does control bones yeah they all have abilities from yeah. these worlds uh, our main character yeah, main Nancy. character has heckin' nope. uh, heckin' muscles. She can stay still, and she stays so still she's like a statue. Mm -hmm. Because that's what she did in that world. So she can make that stillness part of her. For days. Yes. And, I mean, she's not so good at it in our world because just so much is happening and it's harder for her to get into that. But she can slow or stop her heart, actually. Mm -hmm. She does it for over a minute. Yep. Um, Cade... I don't know what he brings back, actually. I don't know. I mean, he's really good with sewing and stuff, but he was a warrior in that world, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that he really has I mean, knowledge. A, a particular thing. Uh, he's just good at things. Yeah. He's a cool kid. <laughs> he, he's the one who's uh, going to take over the school whenever uh, Eleanor decides not to do it anymore. Because she can't go back through a door. Yeah. Um... Jack, I mean, she's really good with science and everything. Jill is a little flighty, and you don't really know. I mean, she yeah, kind of she's kind of not really part of it. Part so of the the plot. Um, who else the is there? Um, oh, uh, the roommate mm. who's really cool, and her name's Sumi, and she is always doing things with her hands. Because, like, you can't just not be busy. Like, she's just all over the place. <laughs> and yeah, she went to a high-nonsense world, Candyland. Yes. And uh, was betrothed to a candy corn farmer. I thought it was a licorice corn farmer. No, she's going to put... Her granddaughter was going to oh. put licorice flowers on her on her grave whenever her daughter got to go... Her granddaughter got to go back to her world. Yeah, it, that made sense. Anyway... Yeah. <laughs> So, those are all our characters. Oh, and Miss Lundy? Yes, Miss Lundy, who is like the school counselor, right-hand woman person. She is a therapist. And... Looks like a child. Yes, she has the body of an eight-year-old. And, except she's like a full-grown woman, and now she's aging backwards. Because of the deal she made. She went to the goblin market, like I think the Christina Rossetti goblin market. Which is not a not a fun goblin market to go to, and she made a deal with someone to try to circumvent the rules that were there. Basically, if you get to eighteen, they kick you out of the world. Mm -hmm. So she tried to do a thing where she wasn't aging, so she wouldn't get to eighteen. But they kicked her out because she, because she broke, broke the rules. <laughs> and so then when she got back, she was aging at negative a week for every month yes. of time. So, so yeah, so, that was <laughs> that was that was something. She was an interesting woman. So, we get to the school. Nancy is room with Sumi, 
and isn't quite sure how to handle her because she's all over the place and Nancy's used to stillness. And is that the right name? Nancy? Nancy. Okay, good. So then they kind of bonds. She's like, I can handle you. And then she meets Cade, who um, uh, lives in the attic, surrounded by books. And clothes. And clothes. Because he's a tailor, too. And he keeps other kids' clothes, I guess? I don't know. I think he's the one who... Because uh, Nancy's parents pack her a whole bunch of... Brightly really bright colors. colors that she can't wear because she only wears neutral color not neutral like white and black colors and grace because that's the world she came from and, and so they, they go up to Kate to switch clothes because that's I guess the the closet basically I mean you can of, make everything yeah and what isn't already there you can just put together I think so then they go to dinner that's when we meet Jack and Jill they have group therapy and so, as the story, I mean, two days later, yeah. we find Sumi's dead. Yeah, dead in the hallway, minus her hands. hands chopped off. Um, and everyone immediately blames Jack, who's like, mad scientist kind of girl, so kind of makes sense. She's like, yeah, I see why you guys think it's me, but here's why it's not. This is like messy. If it was me, there wouldn't even be a body. Like, <laughs> what is this? And so, but like, people still blame her. And so, uh, Nancy doesn't like it because it's like disrespectful for the dead like how it was done and apparently ghosts are attracted to her yeah that was a little thing <laughs> that they shoved in there and um so then like a day or two later another girl one of the main accusers is killed and her eyes are taken out and her thing was she went to like a spider world kind of the web and world she could see things like she she had really good eyesight. It was kind of her thing, and that's how she was going to find it. And it was really sad because it was like uh, her queen said, hey, like, you can stay in our world forever. She's like, that's great, but I should probably say goodbye to my parents first. And she's like, okay. And she let her go, and then she's trying to find the door. And it was in her bedroom, and they I, said it too. It was in her bedroom at her home. home home. The queen had, like, put it up there so she could come back because she did want her to come back. I was like, oh, my gosh. So, no, so she spent what like a year or something at yeah. the, the boarding school looking all the time for her door again and it was at home and uh yeah her parents place i guess because she didn't consider it home but that was the thing they threw in there and i was like well that's sad <laughs> but it makes sense because they don't know that you moved i mean they put the door up they have to do a whole bunch of magic just to make the door stay there mm -hmm. and i was like well okay then and so then other people, because they find, and then another few days later, uh, Miss Lundy, Miss Lundy is found, is without found her brain. dead without her brain. And oh, uh, oh, oh, what's sorry, is missing. Spoilers, um, not spoilers. Forget thing. Um, they decided not to tell the police about her i think it was angelina or angelina was the main accuser angelina was the main accuser okay so girl a <laughs> well they they told the authorities about sumi yes and they decided not to about her and so they uh used the acid that jack had because she collects it for reasons she does experiments in the basement because that was her her thing that she did in her world and so one of the ways that uh people think that they can get back is by doing whatever their thing was. Keeping it up. Because, um, like, Jill's thing was that she ate a lot of red meat, and so her iron in her blood was kept up. 
for the vampire lord. Yeah. And so they melt her flesh up. That sounds real bad. Okay. So anyway, the acid does its work, and then Christopher, that's how we find out he can make skeletons dance, move, is because he plays his flute, and her body gets up and walks, or her bones get up and walk to where they're going to put them. That way it looks like it wasn't recently done. And um, Jack asks the bones who killed her, and she points right next to Jack, and they're like, well, this isn't helpful. She's just not quite there, but they also bring up again that Nancy, the ghost, she thinks the ghost is still there because Nancy has made ghosts like kind of stay longer. And so then the next day, that's when we find Mrs. Lundy mm -hmm. and... And somebody's been taken. They can't find... The pretty girl. There's one who other... was like Helen of Troy, kind of? Yeah, that was her... What... So she was really pretty when she went to whatever world she went to. And then when she came back, she was uh, more pretty. More pretty. She was gorgeous. <laughs> like Helen of Troy, supposed gorgeous. And so um, they're taking, they find her body. And then everyone's like, oh, I see you're trying to hide the body. And like, no, we found it. And um, so then they all are going to try to find this girl and also get the body taken care of because and nancy just kind of i think gets overwhelmed and she when she gets overwhelmed goes into her stillness like she doesn't move like she just kind of stops so she's doing that when who should walk by but the murderer murderess murderess sorry jill surprise because she wants to go back to her vampire lord and so she is trying to make the perfect girl to try to open up the door based on their things that's why the door came for them she's trying to make a skeleton key that will so, take her to any world yeah so she's trying to put together all these pieces of, of people so that she can open or so she can open any door because the perfect girl will be there and she'll use this perfect girl to get to her world, kill the perfect girl, and then she'll just be in her world. And the reason I thought it was kind of weird was because we were told like two different versions of what had happened. Because Jill's version was that um, her sister and the scientists were doing some experiments that weren't quite right and uh, there was an uprising and the Lord had her go down and had them both leave so they wouldn't get hurt. And her sister's version was kind of like that, except um, her sister wouldn't go, and so they had to kind of drug her. But she was willing to go. Yeah. So Jack. And Jack. Uh, well, the so the doctor that Jack was apprenticing under uh, realized that the townsfolk were coming with their torches and pitchforks for Jill, Jill who'd been killing people, <laughs> who'd been uh, vampire and like her vampire lord and uh so then they have to drug jill drag her through the portal so that they don't kill the yeah that's them. the real way uh that it happened except also jack didn't have to leave yeah because jack was fine like but she didn't want to leave her sister so she left through the portal so they get upstairs and you know she's ranting and raving being all crazy like i gotta get back to him and they're like this is really fair though like i mean these girls didn't do anything and everyone wants to go back to their own worlds she's like i don't really care about them they're not putting in the effort <laughs> basically 
And so her sister kills her, but it's fine. Because. <laughs> because she opens up a portal to their world. Or, well, the door shows up, I think. To the moors, yeah. To the moors. And so she's like, it's fine because I can just resurrect her over there because science. Yeah, they can basically do anything. And the vampire lord won't want her because vampires can't be resurrected people mm. for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. Rules of their world. <laughs> um, and so she leaves and then like six months, like a whole semester passes and everything's cool. Like the Helen Troy type girl like explains that they saved her and so there's not that animosity towards them. Like, no one's, like, lining up to be their friends, but they're also like, okay, we don't really apologize, but we won't harass you anymore. And then at the end, Nancy's kind of like, okay, well, I can I can make do here. Like, this is something I can do. I can help Cade run the school. And she opens up her suitcase and finds a letter from Sumi talking about, like, no one can make you into who you're not, and you don't have to because it's your life and your choices. And so she kind of out loud is like, yeah, it is. And her door opens mm -hmm. and she goes. She gets to go back to the Halls of the Dead. Go be still forever. <laughs> and maybe wear colors. Because oh, that's true. if you're part of the Queen of Shadows entourage, you get to wear colors because you've earned it. Mm -hmm. um, so she had one piece of color that she had earned so far. It was like a pomegranate colored hairband. Pomegranate is so big. This is probably where Persephone came from in Hades. But yeah, so it was interesting. It Like, obviously we said, there were a lot of different worlds out there. Mm -hmm. And they actually do mention, like, Chronicles of Narnia. And they're like, he doesn't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> like, that's not how other doorways work. Because they're like, what, why can't we just find, like, a wardrobe like they do in Narnia? And they're like, because it's fiction. <laughs> it's not real. It's not how doors work. And the only one whose door is like constantly open is Miss um... Eleanor West's. Yes, yeah. Eleanor's, and so she's even offers to take some of the kids to her. Like it's not to her world. It's not quite what their world was like, but it was just to protect them from whoever was killing people. Well, and the door won't open for everybody either. Yeah. So it's not like the whole school can just funnel into this well, also, world. Well, also the whole school wouldn't want to because. If you're a logic, from a logic world, the nonsense world would drive you crazy. Like, you can't handle it. And so, um, she was going to do that, and it was, like, a really big sacrifice because if the door chooses, had chosen one of the kids over her, then it wouldn't be, she wouldn't be able to go back there. <laughs> and so she, basically, her thing was, she's waiting till she gets senile enough to handle the nonsense world, so then she would go back to the nonsense world. <laughs> But for now, she will stay here and be kind of logical. <laughs> and so, I I liked it. It was good. And I did kind of suspect Jill just because of the whole... Because Jack didn't seem like... I mean, she was just like kind of offended that someone who had done sh such shoddy work was being a thing. And so I was like, well, Jill and her are telling different stories about what happened. And so... Because, yeah, they were shunned and everything, so. So Sean McGuire has this thing with twins, because they're in all three of the things that I've read by her. Hmm. And uh, it doesn't end well most of the time. Is she a twin? I don't think so, but, she but maybe. Maybe she's had some experience. So, definitely recommend it. This has been 
Chapter Chats with D&D, discussing Every Harder Doorway by Shauna McGuire. Join us next time for the book we're going to be reviewing. We're not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> Bye! Arnold. Arnold. We don't like nicknames here. Little fanny pack is up. How embarrassing. <laughs> okay, that's better. Okay, now let's redo the entire. <laughs> now let's start over.